Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome aboard our February 24th and 25th edition of Tech Talk for 2024. Glad to have you along. We are live with you on Saturday morning, the 24th, Sunday afternoon, the 25th is a rebroadcast, and then we'll have a podcast for you to, if you miss any or all of the show, to fit into your lifestyle. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. Kyle Wilson. And Marissa Meekins. And is your voice better? Uh, it's like 98 I think. <laughs> check in at the end of the show and see. see yeah. Thanks for filling in. Brian will be back with us uh, producing next week. Thanks for being here, Marissa. No problem. Lots to talk about this week. Unfortunately, some new scams to tell you about. Also an important heads up about something coming next week in particular, but lots of new technology as well. Some new travel information and an embarrassing one. Google has had to shut down its Gemini AI image generator after learning it was creating racially diverse Nazis. All this and more is in the show notes at tech-talk.ca. If you haven't already bookmarked that page, tech-talk.ca, tech-talk.ca if you're in the USA. See if I remember tech-talk.ca in Espanol. And something that uh, came out of the blue, I thought we would start with uh, Kyle. It just popped up with no indication it was coming. Apple has released an Apple Sports app to keep tab on scores. Yes, they have. It's actually quite good. I, I learned about it and downloaded it immediately yeah. and have been keeping track of the connects with it. It's item 21 in the show notes. The neat thing about it is you pick your leagues that you want to follow. Uh, NHL, MLS, Bundesliga, etc., NCAA basketball. NFL's not there yet. It, they promise it will be in time for the next season. And then within the league, if you want, you pick your favorite teams. I was showing it to Emma, our exchange student from Germany, and so she takes the phone out of my hand and quickly adds in the Bundesliga. She adds FC Bayern, her favorite team. And as I look at it now, and then and I added the Canucks just so I could, same sort of thing. So it tells me, and it's got three headings for yesterday, today, and upcoming. So if you missed what happened yesterday, you can tell. But it's real time. Uh, so Which is very impressive. Yeah, so for example, in the Bundesliga, Bayern is uh, scoreless with Leipzig with 37.45 left in the game as we come to you live on Saturday morning. And then the NHL, the Canucks... Uh, playing the Bruins, uh, hosting the Bruins at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So it gives you your local time, and it puts a star next to the host team. So you, in this case, that's how I knew the Canucks are hosting the Bruins, because mm-hmm. the star is next to the Canucks. The Bayern-Leipzig match is in, is Bayern is hosting. So yeah, I'm really impressed with that. Uh, presumably, they've said that they're going to add a lot more leagues. Presumably, the CFL would come to be added over time, but they've got MLS... Exactly, and they've also stated that they will add the NFL in the future. It's not currently there. Yeah, yeah, they've got to get the technology out. But it's not just that they're adding, but it's going to be real-time. And then when you tap on a game, like, for example, that Bundesliga match, it gives you the betting odds. It gives you all It gives you all the team stats for the game that's currently underway. It tells you the whole bit, so that's really good. And it even has open Apple TV, so you could watch the game on Apple TV. Very cool. If you were subscribed to that. So this is out of the blue. It's not like, uh, I mean, I'm impressed. It's free. So there you go. Sorry, this is only on iPhones. I haven't checked on an iPad. I would think it would be available on an iPad as well. I can't speak to that. I don't have Anybody an have an iPad, feel free to go to the App Store and search for Apple Sports. It's absolutely categorically free. 
Uh, we got some several texts on this. We'll get this one out of the way now. Well, first of all, we'll back up. Uh, Apple claims the iPhone 15's battery now offers double the lifespan and says older iPhones also have longer battery life now. This is item number 22 in the show notes, Kyle. So this came out in preparation for the EU about to give a battery report card. Yes, it's going to be issuing uh, grades between the letters A and G for battery longevity. So that caused Apple to go back and test these phones so they could grade them. Because they put new circuitry into their operating system upgrades to try and make the phones more efficient on battery. That's something they do every year. And they were so focused on new things, they didn't really bother to see how good their circuitry had worked. And so it's quite remarkable. The iPhone 15 will retain 80% of its battery life after 1,000 charges. And older iPhones will retain 80% after 500. That's impressive. That's Very really impressive. good. So uh, that's coming out. So those I don't know that we'll get the letter grades here, but presumably we'll hear what Europe says about the various phones. So this will be all the different manufacturers of devices that have batteries, not just smartphones. So any rechargeable device is going to get a letter grade on how long the battery should last. So even your laptop, exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah. So some labs somewhere are going to be crazy busy testing all Very. these things and doing all that. Apple also updated its battery and um, performance info page. So I linked that as well as the article about these new, about the new numbers here. And they've given some really interesting information, including what a battery charge cycle is. It's not just you plugging in your phone and charging it. It's actually where you run the phone up and down. So that's so a thousand charge cycles is is pretty impressive. Exactly. So, so if you recharge your phone at say fifty percent, it would uh, only be half a cycle. Yes. So now this is going to save a bunch of you calling and texting. In addition to those you that, that already have, what happened to the fifteen million Apple Battery Gate Canadian class action settlement? Because we had told you a couple of weeks ago that it was going to court on the twenty first. Well, I believe it did. I believe it got approved because I think we would have heard if the judge said no but there's nothing out there and I even checked the website from the lawyers that are in charge of this it hasn't been updated so my and this is just a guess my best guess is that there are a lot of things to be put in motion once the justice says yes and so like how are we going to do this? All the devil in the details, like what website, what do we accept as serial numbers, all this kind of stuff. So I'm guessing the next few days there will be a ta-da, it's approved, here's when the website goes live, here's what you do to get your $150. I did a little more homework on the process. You are going to have to provide your serial number for any variation. So it's iPhone 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus. SE 7 or 7 Plus, and that was one of the key things. The very first Apple SE is also included in this, not just 6 and 7, so good news if you had one. Of, but you got to get the serial number. If it's a 6, that's easy. It's on the back. So even if the thing got run over by a dump truck, as long as you can get a magnifying glass, the number's on the back. They stopped doing that for to avoid scams after that, so you're going to have to come up with a piece of paper or the box or a receipt or if you have one of the affected phones and it can still turn on, settings, general, about. Exactly. That could be a problem. There will be a lot of people who are unable to do this because they've traded in their 
old six yeah. or seven yeah. or SE. And their spouse said, why are you keeping that old phone in the drawer? You should get rid of it. You're never going to use it again. And now they're going, this is why. So this, this is hoarder enabling, I suppose, <laughs> in a way. But yeah, but that's good. So that's it. So that's $150 per phone. So stand by. That's item number 23. And there will be more information available at smartphoneperformancesettlement.ca. And I literally checked it just before we went on the air to make sure they didn't update it first thing this morning because it takes a few days to do that. Yep, so there's that one there. Okay, that's a bunch of stuff out of the way. But the key part of this show is helping you with uh, answering your questions and solving your tech challenges. So if you're live with us on Saturday morning, Give us a call, 250-386-1161. Marissa will punch up the phone and put it on the screen for us. You can call us star 1070 if you're on a mobile phone uh, in Canada. You can text us at 1070-107010. Sorry, you do have to be in Canada to make for that to work with the technology. And if not, then you can email us, tech. Talk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K at cfax1070.com. We've got several people here with questions about going traveling, Alaska and Europe in particular, and that will tie into some great news. Uh, if you are going traveling, Freedom Mobile has just upped the ante again with their Rome Beyond plan, bumping it up to 81 countries, and we'll go through that when we continue. Seventeen after the hour on Tech Talk. Thanks for being with us along the weekend, whether you're listening live or to the podcast later on. So this is great if you are going traveling. This is Freedom Mobile, owned by Videotron Quebecor out of Montreal. They are now our fourth carrier. So Telus, Bell, Rogers, and their various brands. And now Freedom is out there. We had told you in November about their global roaming plan called Roam Beyond. It originally covered 71 countries. Then 73, and now 81. Yeah, I looked last night because a fellow was going traveling, and oh, I went, wait, that's not you, so I punched it up there. So Roam Beyond costs $65 a month and comes with 60 gigs a month of 5G roaming data, unlimited calling to any number of the 81 countries. You have to be on the plan for a minimum of three months. And there's a $30 fee if you want to switch to a lower plan. So if you're going to go and do a whole bunch of traveling, then make sense to switch to this. And then when you come back, pay the $30 and switch down to a lower fee. Now, the catch was 81 countries is awesome. But I had uh, a couple people that were going to some places that weren't on the list. A couple of them have been added to the list. But I still have people that are going to Costa Rica. Um, also going to France and Portugal. And I said, no, it's not. Wait, hold on. And so it's not on the 81 list, but they have now added, and this might be for many of you that are just going on one trip, this is called a Roam Beyond Pass. So you stay on your current plan and then you buy a pass. So for example, a one gigabyte roaming pass is $20 and good for 30 days in those 81 countries. So if that covers you, and that's going to cover the vast majority of you, you're good. If you want more data, 5 gigs is $30. That, that, those, compared to $17 a day yeah, from the big that's, carriers, that's, that's uh, awesome. Definitely better. And well, then you can also get the 97-country pass. Yeah, so Ryan, if you're listening, because Ryan is going to be heading off um, to France and to Portugal... Uh, on separate trips, 
They now have a 97 country pass, $30 for one gigabyte. 50 50, for five. Yeah, both good for 30 days. And so this adds in, here's my list, take a deep breath, Belarus, British Virgin Islands, Costa Rica, Cyprus, Denmark, France, Isle of Man, Macau, Malta, Martinique, Mongolia, Montenegro, Nigeria, Portugal, South Korea, Sri Lanka, and the UAE. That is one heck of a list, and you did it all in one breath. <laughs> that that I'm that's not the impressive me reading it, but I, that's impressive. It is because for many of you, I would think the pass is going to be better than going on to the unless you're going on a Marissa, unless you're going to pack up your suitcase because you're off on your trip. Yeah, I'll be going a couple of places in Europe in September. Yeah, and cool. we checked, and you're covered on the original. So for you, you could add on this pass. And then just be covered on, on all of them on the basic, the 81 country one. Good news. You don't even need the others. But yeah, now we have the answer. So for those, so for the, for the people, the couple that asked me about Costa Rica, and I said, no, you'd have to use Aerolope. Guess what? And it's just going to be 30 bucks on the pass. So awesome. That, so that's awesome. That is all linked in the show notes at item number 10. I also updated the travel tech section. When you first go to tech-talk.ca, you'll see travel tech tips on the right. I also updated that in there. So that that's really cool. Meanwhile, the, the big three carriers, otherwise, Telus, Bell, and Rogers and their subsidiaries, they've all quietly retreated from offering Canada-U.S. They only bundle it with Canada-U.S. and Mexico at a minimum of $100 a month because the bean counters at their respective companies said, Wait, we were making a fortune on roaming fees. Why now are you, we're not. <laughs> yeah, why are you making it easier for people to avoid roaming fees? So they quietly took that all away. It's still there, but now can't. So, But I've had several calls since we mentioned this in passing last week. If you are honest, tell us, Bell or Rogers, Canada, U.S. bond, you're on a... I'm on a one already I locked in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm lucky. So you're covered. Yeah. Yeah. So you're okay. If you're already on a Canada US plan from Telus Bell or Rogers, including everybody that migrated over from Shaw Mobile when Rogers bought them, you're okay. You're covered as long as you don't make a change to the plan. That's the key detail. If you make a change to the plan, then when you go to go back to it, they go, Oh, that doesn't exist anymore. Your zero dollar plan is now a hundred dollars if you want Canada, US and Mexico. So if you're on a plan that's grandfathered or grandmothered, depending on your agenda, think twice b- before you change it. That's there might be there might be a deal in the future that makes it worth leaving a grandfathered plan, but but that's something to yes. really consider. Now, here's another one that that came out of the blue, and I thought this is really cool. This is item 16 in the show notes. A Canadian online travel agency, Flight Hub, has found a great way to get you to book with them rather than one of the other myriad agencies. They are offering a 200-country eSIM for $25. That is impressive. That's smart marketing. That is. Because you always try to find something to give you one step up on the competition. And $25 is a good price, too. Yeah, so that's Flight Hub is partnering with an American company called Celatech. And so you just simply do that. And the price, so you get 5 gigabytes of unthrottled 5G or LTE data that'll work for two weeks in 200 countries, just $25. Presumably, they're going to have other amounts for longer trips if you're going for a month or something like that. But that's really good. Flight Hub is uh, based in Montreal. I looked them up. I'd sort of heard of them, but don't normally recommend booking with online travel agencies. So 
but that's really good. So that's one more up. The whole idea is to give you a bunch of options so you don't have to go, huh, $17 a day roaming or put the plane on, put the phone on airplane mode. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's that one there. Okay, so that's item number 16 in the show notes. Item 15, if you are in a rural area, we've told you about Starlink satellite. And there was ExploreNet from... New Brunswick, but they were really slow. They were on the first generation satellites. So last fall, they launched the Jupiter, well, they didn't launch it. They had SpaceX launch the Jupiter 3 satellite. Ironically, SpaceX is a competitor because they provide Starlink, but hey, we're there to put things in space. So they did. Money is money. Yep. So they're based in New Brunswick and they have just turned on their next gen satellite internet service. And so they are offering speeds of up to 100 megabytes per second, which is awesome if you're out in a rural area. Rates start at $80 a month. They say the faster speeds will allow you to connect more devices at the same time, uh, access crystal clear video calls, and stream content like Netflix, etc., in 4K HDR. So that's cool. So now you've got another option there as well. So if that's of interest to you, you have to be in a rural area. If you're in Oak Bay, you can't go and sign up for ExploreNet. Their, their conditions of existence from Canada's broadcast communications regulator is only in rural areas where high-speed internet is not available. So if you go down the road from Lake Cowichan, want to go to Yubo and out there, places like that, once you get beyond the end of the line of the fiber there's your option. What if you want it for like traveling in your RV or something? Can it do that? Mm, that's an excellent question, Marissa. I know uh, Starlink offers an RV package. Yeah. They do. You pay an extra fee. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. But, hmm, exploring it. Yeah. So I've seen the ads for the Starlink RV yeah. one. Yeah, and they also have a Starlink Marine where they give uh, you two dishes for your boat, to cool. one, on, one on either side. That's a really good question. I will that have is. to hunt that up. This is brand new. They're new generation. I don't know. I will reach out to them and find out. It's always good to say you don't know. Yeah. So that's there. So if, if that's of interest to you, uh, and they've changed their name. They were ExploreNet. Uh, Stellarton, New Brunswick, I think it is. Wood or Woods. Hmm. They're in New Brunswick. That's their headquarters. So it's kind of cool that we, now we have a we have a Canadian-based competition, and that's what makes things get better. So Starlink, you know, that's a big part of their market is Canada. So this this makes them better there as well. Okay, let's get to some texts and emails here. We're traveling to Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, and Hong Kong in April, May. Is Aerolo reliable when traveling to so many countries, and is it easy to install and manage? We both have iPhones. Yes, I would use the Aerolo Global Service, Kyle, because then we can activate it from here. Instead of having to be in your destination. Yeah, send a text message and make sure it works. Yeah, other than saying, oh, it should work when you land in Thailand. <laughs> Get a hold of us if it doesn't. No, that's just too much stress. So yes, so Aerolo offers country by country, regional like Asia, but in this case, I would go to Aerolo Global. If you go to the homepage of our show notes at tech-talk.ca, click on the travel tech tips on the right, and you will find that I just updated Aerolo Global. It's item three in the travel section of our notes. And so does your text say how long you're going? You're saying April, May. So I'm just going to read into that. I'll give you 30 days. So 
oh, I'll give you both. So 30 days would be $24 US, and that gives you three gigabytes of data. Five gigabytes would be good for 60 days for $35 US. If you feel the need to make a few phone calls, other like traditional phone calls, not you know using um, Signal or WhatsApp or Line or Skype or Messenger or FaceTime, then you can also get their version, which includes a few phone calls. And so for the same thing, three gigs, 30 days would be 36 US, 60 days would be 50 US. If you're planning on doing a whole bunch of traveling because you're retired, they now have annual ones, 365 day pass, 20 gigs of data during that period, 69 US for data only, Data's calls and text, 89 US. Yeah, and I've activated plenty of those for people. I've created a cheat sheet for you as well on what to do when you get there and what to do when you come back. And that's all in the travel section of the show notes. And there's a PDF version up at the top. So yeah, really good question. Thank you. Lots more calls, texts. Laurie on the phone lines. You're up next when we continue after a news update. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for the 24th and 25th of February of 2024, thanks for joining us. If you're just tuning in, Kyle Wilson is in studio with us. Kyle will... Uh, Kyle, Kyle, start again. Kyle is a, that's the thing about life. Kyle is a Colwood-based IT specialist, a Wikipedia administrator, and a tech editor for Business Insider. And Marissa Meekins is filling in as producer, but Brian's picture is there, so I will fix that, Marissa. You disappeared. I'm sorry. Me bad. That's what happens when you finish show notes late at night because too much late stuff here. Got a really cool uh, thing to tell you about. We're actually going to demo it, and then we'll put it up on YouTube so you can see if you shoot videos of yourself and hate trying to enlist your spouse or whomever to shoot the videos of you, then we have a gadget that will solve all of that for you. We saw it at when we... CES. Yeah, and we inquired, and they sent us one. So stay tuned. That's really cool. It's in the notes, but we're actually going to shoot a video and add it there as well. But we want to go to the phone lines first of all, and Lori's been waiting patiently. Hi, Lori. Hi, Ellen. Thank you very much for your show and your all your information and entertainment. I'm enjoying it. Oh, thanks very much. Um, that means a lot. Thanks. I just wanted to ask a question. Now, I just bought um, a Chromebook yesterday, Acer Chromebook Spin 314, yep. and um, I'm really happy with it. Um, however, one thing I would like to know is, is it possible to uh, hook up my printer to the Chromebook? I've been looking through it, and it just seems like it's really quite complicated, if I can do it at all. No, it depends on the printer, but the answer, the answer Kyle, is basically yes. Yes, basically, okay. you can do it the easiest way would probably be by USB. If your printer has a USB port to plug into the Chromebook, that would probably be the easiest Yeah, so what printer route. do you have? Let's start there. I have the um, Epson uh, EcoTank. Oh, no problem. Yep. 2750, yep. and I've seen it on there. So I put I use the Epson app on my phone so I can print, you know, from my phone. Yeah. And I put it, installed it on this Chromebook, but it's doesn't work. Okay, so um, is the printer is the printer next to the uh, Chromebook? Well, it's not not right right next to it, but it's really close. It's yeah. 
you know, just in the same room. Do you have a printer not. cable? Uh, gee, you know, I'm not sure. Okay, it wouldn't have come I in the box. No, I've never used you, okay, it. I've okay. never used one, so... Because we always, we we operate here, Kyle, on the KISS principle. Keep it simple. Yes. So, exactly. So the I easiest like. way is just to get a USB printer cable. Just run down to the computer shop of your choice. They'll get one. And you yeah. plug it into the little square port on the back of the printer. You plug okay. it into the Chromebook and you will immediately get a pop-up. And then you click on Add Printer. You follow okay. the steps and you're done. In the meantime, okay. if, if you want to do it, if you want to do it uh, yourself, what you do is on your Chromebook, once you're signed in, you click yep. on the, and um, I'll get your email address when we take a break, and I'll email you these instructions so you don't have to furiously scribble them down. But you click on the clock in the lower right corner of the screen. Yep. And then you select the settings gear. Okay. I should tell everybody, I do not know this. I used Copilot on my screen, and I just said, how do I connect a printer to a Chromebook? And it popped me up. I love Copilot for this. This is Microsoft's AI assistant. So anyway, clock in the lower right corner, select the settings gear. Yep. On the left side of the settings menu, you choose advanced. Okay. Do you want to try that, see if that works? I'm just... Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. Um, okay. okay, the settings gear there. Well, yeah. There we go, settings. Uh, on the left side okay. of the settings menu, you choose advanced. Uh, yep, got it. And then under the printing heading, you click add printer. Oh, well. And then follow the instructions. We'll put you on hold so you don't have any performance pressure. And follow the on-screen instructions to set up your fender so it can interface with your Chromebook. So two ways, Kyle. You can do it via USB. You can do it via Wi-Fi. You can't do it via Bluetooth on a Chromebook. So because a lot of printers now are having Bluetooth, so you don't have to use the Wi-Fi because some people don't have Wi-Fi. You're at the cabin. And you just got your printer and you got your device. And so they're going to Bluetooth, but no Chromebook. But there you go. Yeah. So there we go. That one's there. And I updated the show notes. Marissa, so you're back. Nice new photo of Marissa. Thank you. When you check out tech-talk.ca. Okay, more... Oh, now, this is really cool. So one of the big things we quite often get asked about is, hey, I do workshops and I want to record myself or I teach yoga classes and I want to record myself and I'm always having to bribe my friends with pizza or whatever uh, in order to be the videographer. And there have been a bunch of gadgets out there We've tried some. We've found some at CES last year. There's one that was designed for surfers uh, and people that doing sports. You wear a little special thing that goes underneath your sleeve of whatever top you're wearing or not if you're shirtless. And it basically pings to the, and the little thing goes cheet, 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 up, down, left, right. And they're really cool. They're really expensive, but they're, they're pretty cool. But they're quite tricky to set up. So when we were looking at all the new stuff that was announced at CES, you spotted one. Yes, I spotted the Belkin's uh, Auto Tracking Stand Pro. And when we looked at it, the pictures looked really nice, and the videos from the, from the people who were at CES that actually tried it out, uh, we saw a bunch of videos, and we said, that looks pretty cool, and that looks pretty, pretty easy to use as well. So you reached out to Belkin. Yes, to during the last time I was on this show, actually, yeah. is when uh, we were... Yeah, we talked about we, it. We talked about it yeah. at the time, and uh, so I reached out. And they sent us one, which was very nice. And we've uh, 
played around with it. We're actually quite impressed. So it's item number 17 in the show notes. Uh, It's not available in Canada per se. You have to order it from the U.S. probably until this summer because they got to set up distribution. And because it's got battery, they have to get it CSA approved and all that stuff. So it's uh, $180 U.S., $240 Canadian. But you just fired it up when you brought it into the studio this morning, Marissa, and we we put it on the desk there. And we had you walk in the frame and... It's yeah. it's quite impressive, and we I've been playing around with it, and it, if you're far enough back, definitely. I don't think it could lose you. Yeah. The other one that occurred to me that this would be really good, because it swivels completely 360 degrees. With 90 degrees of tilt. Because it has a built-in battery, so it's not like you have to position it near a power outlet. You have to charge it up. But then you do this. So if, if you were in a kitchen, and you wanted to put it in the middle of a kitchen island... And then you're going to go all around the kitchen to the shelves on one side and to the sink on the other and shopping board. It'll do it. So the question that I had for you was how fast. And it actually kept up. I tried running around just to try to get out of its frame. And it actually, (laughs) if it does lose you, it will find you again. It will just keep going until it finds you. And the other cool thing about it is you can tripod mount it. Oh, okay. So if you want to get the right height. Okay. If you want the right height. You don't need to. Yeah. Be absolutely clear. But you can. So... So after the show or during the news break, we will record a video, Marissa. We should record it. We'll put it on. Um, we can go in the production uh, uh, pit and, and run around the, yeah. the table there yeah. and see oh. if it'll catch yeah. you. Yeah, oh, we'll just set it on the counter so you get to see what it's like inside the studio here with the It'll three be of us. on a YouTube video afterwards, yes. yes. But it was, it was quite impressive. And uh, right now it does, to be absolutely clear, you can buy it uh, from like Belkin USA or... Yep. The U.S. Amazon, Amazon.com. And I put and a link. In, I put Canada. a I put a link into the show notes for the Belkins website there. But the really cool thing is that it goes up, down, as well as around. Yes, ninety degrees of tilt. It's yeah, so I'm impressive. thinking that's what got me thinking. People doing exercise videos where they're standing up, sitting down, squats, whatever. It's going to do all of that, and it'll obviously do portrait or landscape. And if you really want it on a forty-five degree angle, halfway between the two, to be artistic, yeah, because it uses MagSafe. Exactly. So. It's it's quite the uh, product. And yeah, and they don't know exactly when it will be available in Canada, but uh, within the la- next couple of months is what they told me. Yeah. Now, I asked you a bunch of questions because I knew you were going to play with this last night. I said, can you pair it with multiple devices? And you found that you can pair it up to... 16. That's cool. And how long will it last on a charge? Five hours. <laughs> it's quite impressive. Yeah. And... How high will it go up and down? 90 degrees of tilt, uh, oh. which is very impressive. And the other, but one tip for it, though, is that on the front of it, there is a button that turns it on off, obviously, yep. and then also uh, stops the tracking. I didn't find that button at first. Um, <laughs> so I was like, how do you use oh, this it's black thing? On but black. I found it. It's black on black, so it yeah. blends in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but definitely what they recommend uh, in the materials we got was that if you have your phone on it and then mm-hmm. you want to take your phone off just hit the button once at, the, at minimum yep. if you don't turn it off just to stop the motors from moving otherwise right. it will probably try to track you doing that and you could risk damaging yeah. the, the motors in here because this is a, yeah. a impressive it, piece of robotics yeah it doesn't look like like much when you pick it up and you go whoa okay there's something to this but 90 degree up and down Marissa so I'm thinking if somebody was doing like um, like makeup videos and they want to come and stand right over top of it to have it be able to go up 90 degrees, most yeah. most of the ones I've seen have a little up down, but not 90 degrees. That like blows everything else out of the water. I'm so glad that you that you asked. 
them if they would send us one. Because so that's the thing. We find these things. We tell you about them. And then we sort of depend on feedback from somebody to say, I ordered one and it was a piece of crap. Or this is amazing. Things like this. And so this looks like this is going to be in the amazing category. We've only played with it. Kyle's played with it at home. So you literally ran around it? Yes. <laughs> See, that's where geeks. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, during, we had to try it out. We had yeah. To try to so we'll set it up during the during the news break at the end of the first half. We will put it on the counter here. We will quickly walk around and show you how it tracks and yeah. And it's again, it's iPhones only at this point, right? Because it's MagSafe. It is MagSafe. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So iPhones only because that's the MagSafe. That's how it. That's how. It, there's no sticky tape. There's anything like that. I suppose you could use it with an Android phone with some sticky tape or something like that. Well, some Androids, or some Android cases at least, are MagSafe compatible. Okay, so okay, so yeah, because I want to make this make sure people don't have unreasonable. Yeah, so if somebody had a MagSafe case, yeah, but you I can, don't a hundred percent know the answer to yeah, that. There, we will ask. That's why we do this. Okay, so again, that's the Belkin Auto Tracking Stand Pro, and at hundred eighty dollars US, two forty Canadian. You can order it now from Belkin USA, or they hope to have it in stores here in Canada starting in a few months. A uh, quick correction, it is only iPhones. Okay. I bet you, I bet you you could do it. I bet you if you were to sit there and use a a MagSafe, it would still work. I wonder. Probably oh, no, 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 I take uh, it. Because no, it, it requires DockKit, uh, yes. which is a built-in feature sorry. of uh, iOS. Thinking out loud. Yeah, that's, sorry. That's the hidden part of the secret sauce, the DockKit technology. That's how it knows to track your face. Yes, good point. Okay, Android hopefully coming soon. That's the difference between Android and iPhones. Okay, quarter to the hour. Uh, love to take your phone calls, texts, and emails while we're live. Got a bunch of texts and emails here, but phone calls, I promise. Uh, Marissa will give me a dirty look if I don't. We'll get you right on the air. 250-386-1161 while we're live on Saturday. Star 1070 on a mobile phone. Well, before the hour on Tech Talk with Alan and Kyle and Marissa, homework video for you. This is one that actually works really well on the internet. Tom Hiddleston, he of Avengers, Thor, and so many others. He is going to be, well, he is narrating the new sound-focused nature series that just began streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. It's called Earth Sounds. Did you hear that? Apple TV Plus welcomes you to hear our world as you've never heard it before. Earth Sounds. Now, even though you couldn't see any of that, I think, Marissa, that was... That, that's impressive. You, you don't need to, to see it to enjoy Tom Hiddleston's voice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. This is the same people that did the Earth at Night series where they used the new generation of night vision cameras not only to let us see what critters were doing at night but to let the animal experts who said, I didn't know they did that because they couldn't see under cover of darkness and it looks like daylight 
And so this is the same people using their technology. I'm addicted now. to shows like that now. Yeah. Uh, it's so amazing to see the at night shots and all the nature yeah. documentaries and that. I love that. So I'm a, I'm a sound guy. So to be able to see that. So Earth Sounds is the name of the series. All one word. Earth Sounds streaming now on Apple TV+. One other one we'll put in there. And this one is purely visual. But uh, Marissa will play the sound as well because we are hearing that spring training is starting for the baseball Team. So Sky Candy Studios got hired by Chicago's Wrigley Field to do a fly-through drone footage. And this is one of those one-shot wonders where they carefully calculated all the shots. And then they did the sound, obviously, afterwards, because drowns go flying around. So this takes you outside, inside Wrigley Field, through the restaurant, the bar, up through the stands, and the whole bit. So everybody had to be in their positions carefully so they didn't get hit by a flying drone. Item number 42 in the show notes. And yeah. uh, this is, uh, we're, we're watching on the screen right now yeah. while you're hearing it. They're going by the statue outside. It's really cool. So, and they've coordinated with everybody. This, they go between a couple cyclists on the street outside, over top of a car, and then they cut back in. And so they're showing you the whole neighborhood of, of, of what's around Wrigley Field, in and out of everything the choreography that goes into planning this. They go through the windows of a fire truck outside the fire station. That's good. And they cut Impressive. across the street and up on the rooftop. It's just, it's phenomenal stuff. It's showing, really showing what it's like. People a lot of work went into this. Yeah. There we go. And But the sound, all the sound you're hearing has been added later. So it's really phenomenal job of foleying all the sound and making it sound like it's something that the drone is picking up. They just went through the water park. Anyway, I love stuff like that. Thank you, uh, Martine, who sent me that one there, 42 in the show notes. A couple others we won't bother playing. Fred Mills and the B1M crew look at the $7 billion uh, US uh, dollar underwater traffic megatunnel taking shape under Antwerp. Belgium because it's that it's logistics of Belgium is really tricky on that one in there as well and more to come okay uh, a bunch of travel tech questions that will coming for you oh but while we're talking printers there Lori's going through the steps to make sure that her uh, eco tank is printing from her Chromebook uh, do you have a suggestion of what Epson model to buy for someone that doesn't print that often I need color and I would print a few five by seven pictures I'm so sold on the eco tanks, even if you don't print that much. I just, whenever people ask and I look at the other ones, you know, the workforce machines and the other ones, the cost of those cartridges for what you get is so piddly. You know, it just drives people crazy. It's one of the big things to being able to ban that from our lives and say eco tank, two years worth of print. On any brand of printer, I'll look to see for you, um, person whose number ends at uh, 2555, I'll look to see, but as a general rule, this is important. Whatever brand of printer you use, if you're going to print pictures, make sure you match the printer paper. Epson, Epson, Canon, Canon, HP, HP, brother, brother. Don't buy third-party paper because the ink formulation and the coating on the paper won't match, and it will smear or, or just look like that, so... Buy the paper when it's on sale, but buy the photo paper that matches the brand of your printer. That's really important. One important thing that is coming up 
next week. This is an important heads up. You will see why we are telling you about this now rather than waiting it till it happens. Apple is going to be releasing a fairly substantial update in the coming week. iOS, iPadOS 17.4, Kyle. This is item number three in the show notes. Yes, they're going to be changing the encryption standard. Which is really cool. They are getting ahead of the curve. They are going to be using a new uh, encryption standard for iMessage that can withstand quantum computing attacks because we understand that Russian hackers are about to start doing this, so Apple's getting ahead of the curve. The new protocol is named uh, PQ3, which is a very geeky name. Um, But it's been meticulously designed to shield us from sophisticated attacks leveraging quantum computers. It uses level 3 security, which uses advanced cryptography to secure messages when the conversation starts and while the conversation is happening. It'll all be the same for you as the user. That comes in 17.4, along with security patches and bug fixes, some new features such as more emoji podcast transcripts and an improvement to stolen device protection. Plus, and this is the key, even though it doesn't affect us, App Store changes which Apple is making in order to comply with EU rules. The reason we're telling you about this in advance, Kyle, is when the upgrade finishes installing... You will have to enter your Apple ID password in order to keep accessing your data, apps, and photos. Okay? So please make sure you know what that Apple ID password is before you do the upgrade. That is very essential. In item three in the show notes, we've put steps where you can check to make sure you know the password and what to do to reset it if you don't know the password. Really, really important because I can see the panic calls now. I can't use my iPhone anymore. My iPad won't work, so please tell everybody you know. Item 17.4 coming out sometime between now and March 6. We expect it'll be this coming week. Some really good things, but you that's need, the catch. You need to know your Apple. Your Apple ID password is the same as your iTunes password, as the same as your iCloud password. They are all the, the same. same thing. It's an email address and a password. If you don't know what your Apple ID is on any of your devices, you can click on Settings, Your Name. And your Apple ID, the email address, will be written right underneath your name. But then there's a password that goes with that. The good news is if you don't know it and you're not sure and you check the appleid.apple.com and it says wrong, then you can reset it right from your iPhone or your iPad. It'll send a message to the other device with a code to confirm it's you, and then you can write it down. When you write it down, make a note of the date you changed it. Okay, we're going to set up the little Belkin Pro and shoot a little video here. We've got lots more stuff, including more scams uh, to, to warn you about, and lots more tech news coming up in the second half. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hour number two for February 24th and 25th. You should have seen what we did during the news break. Well, actually, you're going to. <laughs> Kyle Wilson is in studio with us. Kylewood based IT specialist and a tech editor for Business Insider. That was fun. That was really fun. You'll find, you'll see the video shortly. Yes. Marissa Meekins is our producer filling in for Brian this week, and thanks for humoring us. No problem. <laughs> what we just shot, if you're just tuning in, 
Belkin sent us one of their auto tracking stand pros for iPhones so you can film yourself doing whatever it is you want to do. You don't need to coerce somebody into being your videographer. So we literally just set it up on the corner in the studio here and moved around up, down, left, right. And it performed flawlessly. Yeah, it was quite impressive. Including the setup where, because we were going to shoot it on my phone so I can upload it to our YouTube channel, you just held the phone near the base and it automatically popped up and we just hit connect and it took about 30 seconds and it says, there, yeah. yeah, ready to go. So I'm going to put those in so that, again, if you're tuning in, this is a really cool new little bit of technology, way smoother than anything I've seen in the past. And thank you to Belkin for sending one so we could try it out here. That's item 17 in the show notes. I will add to that item 17 two YouTube videos, the one of what it shot of me and then the one that you shot, Kyle, on your phone showing, showing it, it in yeah, action. the sort of behind the scenes. What do you think, Marissa? That was, that was pretty smooth. Yeah, it looked really good. I can see like all sorts of uses and stuff you could film with that, like people who do TikTok dances or yeah yoga videos or whatever well even for creators yeah even for you doing your your paintings on on velvet yeah you can sit there and as you move around you know there's not a huge amount of movement in painting as there is in some things well i have my burlesque troupe too and we want to fundraise for our europe trip so we're going to make a patreon and do like a behind the scenes like maybe some of our rehearsals or you know so that'd be fun you can borrow this for that that would be awesome okay sounds good there we go (laughs) cool anyway okay that's kind of fun that's the neat thing about this when we hear about this tech and we get to actually try it out and see if it's any good okay bunch of travel related questions here this is a big thing as we start doing this so first of all in the show notes tech-talk.ca apologies to those of you that have already bookmarked this and read them all on the right you will see travel tech tips so i've updated them all there including some of this new stuff so we've got a whole bunch of texts here Oh, Kathy, we were talking about the 17.4 update from that's coming this week. Do you know what day Apple will release their new update? I'm leaving on vacation Friday and don't really want to do this while traveling. No, I don't know, Kathy. I'm guessing it's going to be before then. It has to be out by March 6th in order to comply with EU rules. All indications are it's coming this week, so if there are any bugs, then Apple can fix them and still comply with the side-loading thing. That doesn't affect us here in North America. Only if you're listening to us in Europe is that an issue. If you are, hello. (laughs) Yes, glad to have you along. Okay, so, Doreen, uh, I will be going 10 days, I will need 10 days of phone coverage in Mexico. Your recommendations, differences in data only, etc. Okay, so... And I think, Doreen, if you are the Doreen, I think you are on the Rogers migrated from Shaw plan. So you're either paying $0 or $10 a month and you're getting your one gig of data. So you do not want to change that plan or you lose that. So for you, you would be adding on the Aerolo. I would use the global one, even though you're only going to Mexico, because then we can make sure it works before you leave, which is very important. Yeah, it's just for peace of mind. Travel has become a lot more stressful um, than it is. So I put this into the travel tech section of the show notes, how to use Aerolo. So if you use data only under their global one and you're going for 10 days, so that would be the 15-day plan, $17 US gives you two gigs of data. You can still be in touch with people when we say data only. 
Kyle, you would just use an app. Exactly. You would use data. So you'd use uh, Signal, even iMessage would still do it. Yeah, iMessage, uh, FaceTime, FaceTime, WhatsApp, Skype, Skype m- Facebook Messenger, whatever, depending on the people you're, you're with. You'd try and do video chats on Wi-Fi, not on your data, because video is high quality and suck up the data. So you'd try, you know, if you do a quick FaceTime call, say, yes, I'm at the beach. Can I do FaceTime when I get back to the room? That, yeah, that, that's the kind of thing. But yeah, that would be fine. The reason for paying extra to get the uh, uh, text and phone calls, it gives you limited text and phone calls. But if you have somebody in your life who does not have a mobile phone and the only way to get a hold of them is a home phone, then you could use the data calls and text option for you going for going for you need the 15-day plan because it's more than seven that would give you 20 minutes of phone calls 20 outgoing traditional texts and that would be 27 dollars us unless you have somebody who the only way of communicating with them is by a home phone they don't have email they don't have text then i would just do the i would just do the the data only and save the money but again we can activate it before you leave you can send a test text using the canada service because canada is included in the 126 countries so we turn off your rogers number turn on your arrow number and send them a message and make sure that it works and then you'd go okay going to work yeah, so that would be that one there. So that would be the suggestion on that one there. Now, we've got a bunch of other travel-related ones here, so we'll see if this fits into to everybody here. Uh, travel in Europe. So this is Aldi, who says, Can you help me with information on using my iPhone XR in Europe for three to four weeks? What is the best plan for the countries of Germany, Austria, and Hungary? Now, the, not the trick there, but the important thing there is that an iPhone XR was the first iPhone, Kyle, to support eSIM. Which, yeah, I'm going to get you to bend your microphone up just a little bit there, yeah. So it works, but you want to make sure, again, that it works before you go. That's a very important thing. Because definitely. we've had some people that have had challenges using an eSIM in another country. not Sorry, activating it in another country. So you want to make sure it's activated here. So for Germany, Austria, and Hungary, again, I would use the, I would use the, the data calls uh, or the, the data only option and three, three to four weeks. So 30 days would be $24 US with three gigs of data if you wanted more it would be $35 US for five gigs of data. Not knowing what carrier you're on though, it would be worth looking at switching to Freedom Mobile and then using what we mentioned in the first hour of the show, their new Roam Beyond Pass, which for 30 days would be $20 and five gigs would be $30. Now the catch is you're going to Germany, Austria, and Hungary. So we need to find out if that's included in their new 81. I'm quite sure all three countries are. See current and new destinations. So uh, Germany is included, Austria, Austria Austria is, is. is included, and Hungary. They yes. are. Yeah. So that would be just twenty bucks for one gig or thirty bucks for five gigs, and then you would be on presumably a cheaper plan 
uh, because I'm guessing because Freedom Mobile is just blowing the big carriers out of the market. $34 a month. I, I'm going to check. This stuff changes every single time. I have to do this plans. So their, their current plan is $34 a month gives you 50 gigs of Canada-U.S. coverage. They have cheaper plans that go down as low as $19 a month. So yeah, so that would be that would be the answer. And then the thing is, your phone number just works. You get off the plane, you take it off airplane mode, and you can and you can do all your stuff. Uh, from Barb and Gilles, who are uh, traveling to Alaska, any advice with regards to saving on my cell bill? They're on Rogers. I don't have USA Mexico coverage, as I don't use it enough to make it worthwhile. Most of us don't. They want fifteen dollars US per day through the cruise ship. Rogers wants twelve dollars per day. I probably only need four to eight days, or I think you mean four out of eight days. Any suggestion? So yeah, not knowing what phone you have, um, Barbenjil, then that would be the same option would be if you're on one of those really affordable Rogers plans that came over from Shaw Mobile at zero or $10, stay there, use Aerolo. If you're on a different Rogers plan paying 40, 50, $60 a month, switch to Freedom and you're automatically gonna get Canada, US. And then exactly. you're set not just for now, but in the future. Yeah, it's really nice having these options. It is, isn't it? There we go. Okay, we've got a couple other travel ones, a couple more scam ones we're going to go through. Yep, there we go. So I hope that one helps you. Again, this is all linked in the show notes. Apologies for those of you who got it bookmarked, but we do pick up lots of people that people tell people tell people. So tech-talk.ca. Bookmark that, favorite it. And then if you're going traveling, you will see the link for Travel Tech News. You can bookmark that as well separately because I'll keep updating that as this stuff changes. Okay, 16 after the hour, back with more of your calls, texts, and emails after a break. Would love to have you join us if you're listening to us live on Saturday. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on any phone. Text to 107010-107010. Please include your first name somewhere at the beginning or the end of the text. Eighteen after the hour on Tech Talk with Alan and Kyle and Marissa. Brian Pavlicic is getting extra sleep in, being a new daddy, and he will be back with us next weekend when Ron Fraser will join us for help answer your tech questions. Right now, we're going to go to Sharon on the phone lines. Hi, Sharon. Hi, how are you? Excellent. How are you? Good, good. Um, I'm traveling with my husband in August to the UK, and I'm looking at the Airlo Global. Yep. Um, the what? one reason uh, to do that is I want to stay in contact with the airlines, and uh, yes, I don't think I'll important. be doing too many phone calls. Yeah. But uh, what phone do you have, Sharon? And what about your husband? I have uh, the new iPhone 15 Pro. Awesome. Great and phone. And he has the um, 10. Uh, ten, XR? 10R, yep. yep. Okay, yeah, the X is Roman numeral 10, I know. <laughs> yeah, so it, absolutely no question on yours. It shouldn't be a problem on his, but we would want to use the global so we can make sure that we activate it for you before you go and you can each message each other pretending you're outside Canada. Well, yeah. my, question, my question, though, is um, staying in communication with the airlines because I have their apps. 
Absolutely. So that's the whole point of using the Aerolo data. Yep. So you can just be out on the street anywhere in England and you'll be in touch if they cancel your flight or change it or or if you need to check in, which is important, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So do they get, is there a second phone number that you get when you get the Aerolo plan? There is, but because you'd be on data only, it would only be for the purposes of communicating to the cell tower. It wouldn't be a number that you could use. So everything would just work fine. So they would continue to, um, the app, you, you know, the information would be there right on the app. You would check, they would send you an email letting you know your flight has changed. Okay. So if you went on the data text call, uh, you would have then get a second phone number? You would, but then you'd have to tell them about your Austrian number. So I wouldn't go there. The, I would honestly only use the 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 text and call option if you need to call grandma who has a home phone only. That's the Yeah, no, I don't have that yeah, issue. No, no, so you'd be fine. Save the money and just okay. go. Yeah, it's it was good that we now got the data only that we can activate from here. And then we put your Canadian number on hold and have you use FaceTime or Signal or WhatsApp or whatever and send a message to the other person. Yeah. And then yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not the issue. The issue is make, making sure I'm yep. in contact with the airlines for any type of changes. Yep. But also everything else. So when you're roaming around in the UK, you can use it for directions. You can find out how late the nearest Tesco is open. All that kind of stuff without having to worry about, you know, about getting big roaming charges. You just pay the one-time fee. Okay, great. Yeah, really good question, Sharon. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Now, you mentioned August, so the world could change a lot between now and then, Kyle. So It could, definitely. Stay tuned. Yep, there we go. Okay, Randy is up next on Tech Talk. Hi, Randy. Hi. Um, Alan, I live in the Highlands. I have a Samsung Sun SE phone. Yep. Uh, my carrier is Rogers. Mm-hmm. Now, five days ago, all of a sudden, I couldn't make phone calls or receive text messages or anything like that at home. Uh-oh. Well, I finally got a hold of Rogers, and they say that I was running off of a TELUS network. Ah, okay. So I have been fighting with them for three, four days, trying to connect to the Rogers network yeah. at home. Are you on East, or ne- East Highlands or West Highlands? I'm West Highlands, closer okay. to Six Mile. Okay. Closer so- to Burnside. So you should have Rogers, um, no problem there. Uh, well, used to, used yeah, to... they say they blocked me because I'm not allowed to use Telus's network okay. after three months or whatever. That's right. So if the majority of your traffic is running on the competition, then they block yep. you. Then they block you. Okay. So you're allowed okay, to use so... the competition. They have that agreement, but the thing is you, you need to use the other guys sparingly and use your carrier most of the time. So for whatever right. reason you've been doing you've been doing that. What are you paying per month on your Rogers? Seventy, eighty bucks a month. Whoa. Okay. Something like that. I would solve yeah, that with the I would solve the problem in both cases and um, and go down to the crew at Freedom Mobile uh, at Mayfair and or at uh-huh. or at Uptown and get them to migrate you over. And then what will happen is you'll be on the Freedom Tower and there's a new one that they just put in uh, 
in that area near Thetis Lake, so they're already on the new one. And then when you're not, you go on Rogers, but it doesn't matter what the percentage is, how much freedom, how much Rogers, they have a 10-year agreement to give them time to build their whole network, Kyle, three years for Western Canada. So then he'd be fine. It doesn't matter whether he's on the Freedom Tower or the Rogers. And then your bill would drop to $34 a month. So you cut your bill in half. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Cutting your bill if you can is great. <laughs> yeah, but that's important, uh, Randy, not just for you, but for everybody to understand. When you, when you are on the carriers that allow you to cross over, you can use... So it's sort of like... Um, what would be an example? So... If McDonald's isn't open today, you can get a burger at Burger King. It's not a really good analogy, but you can only do that sparingly. If you always go to Burger King, your McDonald's subscription is going to get blocked because they said, hey, you're supposed to be our customer. You're only supposed to go to them sparingly. So, yeah. So for whatever reason, Randy, there's something in your phone or in that area. And it said, no, no, tell us is much better signal. Let's stay on that. And now Roger says... Rogers has blocked you. If you don't want to switch carrier, the other option would be to stop in at a Rogers um, store and they will show you how to change the setting on your phone so you can only connect to Rogers Towers. That is another option. That was the first thing that came to mind for me. But that limits your ability. Which is the downside. Yeah, which is the downside. So better you solve the problem and cut your bill in half as well. But yeah, that's 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 the thing a lot of people don't realize about those about those roaming things. It's like when we tell you that, uh, well, let's use the Rogers, the Rogers uh, Canada U.S. plan. So on the Canada U.S. plan, you're you've got unlimited whatever you've got in Canada, you've got in the U.S. But if you go down to the U.S. for six months. After about three months, you're going to get messages from Rogers saying, hey, you're supposed to be in Canada going to the U.S. occasionally. Now you're there for all of your traffic in the last three months as being USA. You need to switch to an American carrier because they're paying the freight on that. So, yeah, that's an important detail to be be aware of there. Okay, more texts here. So... I have one of the iPhones eligible for the battery rebate. This person's number ends in 6694, but it doesn't turn on. Do you think there will still be a way to get the rebate? So again, if it's a 6, you can look on the back for the serial number. If it's not a 6, if it's a 6S+, etc., 7, whatever, then the best bet would be to take it to a place like Black Apple Cellular, Kyle, and get them to plug it in, and their little diagnostic machine will tell them is it a battery issue or is it a drive issue or something else? If it's a battery issue, they should be able to power it on for you and they can even give it in effect a jump start long enough to get into settings general about and and write down the serial number. Yeah, that would be that. You could even, if you've got another phone, you could take a picture of that about screen that's got the serial number and do it that way. I'll talk to Singh and Mandeep and the crew at Black Apple because this is going to be an issue for a lot of people that have an old iPhone 6 or 7 in the drawer from years ago. It might not hold a charge anymore. (laughs) Yeah, so is there something they can do for a nominal fee? Because this is $150 you're going to get back. Yeah, exactly. If if they can do something for 10 or 15 bucks, that'll get you back in business. If it won't otherwise power on, I'll, I'll talk to them this week and have an answer for you. But that would be that would be the thing the thing there. Okay, uh, let's see what else we can get to. Oh, this was one that we had to look a- about, and this is uh, if you get an email 
about a $15 uh, Zoom class action suit settlement. This is a person that ends at 2971. Love the show. Always learn so much. Thank you. I received an email regarding a Zoom class action suit. Received $15. Is this legit? Yes, it is legit. It is a real thing. It is a Canadian settlement that they are going to do this. It's a, it's a Zoom privacy class action. Zoom has agreed to pay $2 million in settlement of the class action. The problem is with this one, Kyle. It's the way the class action settlement is structured. Yes, it is not ideal for the consumer. Yeah, there's basically two pots of a million dollars each. And the money you get, the $15, is after the lawyer's fees and disbursements. So the expectation is enough people will apply that the lawyers will eat up the entire first million. They don't get the second million unless they eat up the first one. And the way it's looking, they'll eat up the entire second million. So even though you are entitled up to $15, you probably won't get anything. This is one of those ones where the judge got taken for a bit of a ride by the lawyers. They didn't set it up the way all these other ones are, like the Apple one, where they say, this is the money for the lawyer's fees. Now what are you going to give to the consumers? This one was $2 million global pot. And they split it in half, thinking that would help. No. Nah. So I'll do some more homework for next week on that. But yes, it is legitimate, but hang in there because I think it's going to be a waste of time. More final half hour after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue with Kyle Wilson and Marissa Meekins in the producer's chair, cutting up the podcast that will be available for you normally by about 12.30 on Saturday. Although if you're listening to us on the podcast, then that's already academic because you found it. Back to the phone lines and Lanny. Hi, Lanny. How can we help? Yeah, uh, Alan, I've uh, got a, um, a Mac computer and uh, I'm having trouble. I, I, I was trying to print some pictures out and I put the picture on. I went to my to my uh, printer and it's locked up now and, and the preview won't show any pictures at all anymore. Uh-oh. Okay, so let's a couple specifics. So Mac, MacBook Pro, iMac? It's a uh, Mac uh, iOS um, um, uh, is Mac. It, uh, is, it, is it a laptop or a desktop Mac? Yeah, desktop. Okay. My da- granddaughter thinks I need to get a new computer. She said it's too old, but I don't know it. When did you get it, roughly? Oh, it's Over. probably five years old. Okay, I tell you what. Can you click go up in the top left corner of your Mac screen and click on the Apple logo that will appear? Okay, top left-hand corner, Apple. Yeah, there we are. And then click on About This Mac. Oh, just a minute. It's okay. Take yeah. time. I got a bit of trouble with. I'm trying to get. I got to do control and yeah, then hit no it with because my eyesight is not the greatest. Oh no problem. Did you hit it? There it is. So what does it say here? It says uh, in the pop up about this Mac. What does it say, Lenny? What does it say in there? Uh, Three point G. Can you make it bigger? Oh. Here. Yeah. Hi there. Here. Let me. <laughs> yeah, push the command button. Okay. There you go. This this is always the starting point to find out what machine we're dealing with, Kyle. What do we got? Okay. Um, keep the button down. Okay. 3.6 uh, GH2 
seven G Z. Z. But it's going to tell you when it, it's going to tell you which Mac you have and what the and when it was made. Okay, keep you got a button down. Why are you having to hold the button down? I can't see the rating on there. Oh, oh, it's a magnification button. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. No, no problem. I was thinking we had a problem with it there. Yeah. When was it made? It tells you right at the very top of the box. It'll tell you what the Mac is. Here, give that to me. <laughs> Thanks for your help. She's helping me out here. That's awesome. That's awesome. There it is there. There. Mac. Wait, when was it made? 2019. 2019. Okay, so five years. Yeah, you're right on the money. Yep, so you should be should have no problem, uh, Kyle, doing that. So now it's the... It's the preview that's locked up. So the easiest thing to do is going to be hold the power button on the Mac itself down for 20 seconds. This works for Windows as well. Hold the power button down for 20 seconds. Power button in the back? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's going to go off after about six seconds, Kyle, but why do we go to 20? Because what you're trying to do is to tell it to go in a corner and uh, uh, reset itself for yeah. a second and come back when it's in a better mood so you won't know what caused the glitch where it froze on preview but it will presumably um, then then work again that, that that's always the starting point for any technology it's called a cold boot on an iPhone or an iPad you would go hey s restart my iPhone or iPad s being Siri um, that just we just don't want to restart all your phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it should only listen to you. But, but just in case, that's the much easier way. The old-fashioned way is power up, or sorry, volume up, volume down, press and hold the right. And I learned something yesterday because mine locked up on my way back in from Langford, and it would not respond to Siri. It would not respond to volume up, volume down, press and hold. I stopped in at the telecom store. Lo and behold, it started working as soon as I walked into the tech area to talk Classic. to Josh. Josh says, I just have to be here, and it fixes. But he says, sometimes, if it's a really weird thing, you sometimes have to press and hold that button on the right for up to two minutes. Really? I'd never known that. I, I gave That's up. That's a long time. After 10 seconds, I said, this obviously isn't working. He goes, no, there are some issues. You'll never know what the issue was. Uh. Press and hold volume up, press and hold volume down. Press and hold, and just keep your finger on the. That's button. extreme. Yeah. Uh, wow, up to two minutes. And I looked it up last night, and Josh, Ooh. you were right. I did not know that. So let's see how we're doing with Lanny. Did that work, Lanny? Did that restart the map? It's still, it's still loading. Okay. Um, so that would suggest something else unrelated to your specific problem. If it's still loading, that would suggest that your Mac was made back in the days of a spinning hard drive. Oh yeah. See, I've got a separate hard drive too. Yeah. that I dumped my pictures in because I didn't want to lose them. Right. So what that I'd suggest, sense. aside from fixing this problem so you can print your pictures, uh, what part of your town are you in, Langy? In Langford. That's what I thought. I thought I recognized that voice. Um, I would stop down and see the crew at Gizmo's Computers. They're in Westbrook Plaza, Plaza yeah. um, right by the fountain uh, next to Fairways. Oh, yes. Yeah. Take it in, and they can replace your hard drive with a solid-state drive. So that will be literally 15 times faster and okay. will extend the life of your Mac by about five years. Oh, okay. So totally, yeah. and that's probably part of what's happening here. That drive is probably getting ready to fail. And oh, okay. so this lockup is probably a symptom of, of that. It's starting to be cranky. Yeah, because I know I was I was having trouble getting the printer to come up too, you know. So then I thought, well, maybe I better. So I was going to get somebody to come in and, and do it 
download some the new drivers for the well, printer. Yeah, no, that shouldn't be the issue. That's done automatically for you on a Mac as well as on Windows. That's not what that is. This is something All else. Right. So I'm guessing okay, it just that's came up is. again now. Okay, so now go ahead and try that process. See if it works. If it locks up again, that's sort of like a gentle warning. I'm that there could be definitely a problem yeah. brewing. And then, Lanny, Especially you won't need a separate hard order. drive because an SSD, will. the prices have dropped. You'll have enough for now and going in, into the future as well. They definitely have dropped in prices. Um, but to some people, having an external drive is, even if it's an SSD, it's still an extra insurance policy, though. Yeah, but with iCloud on a Mac. Yeah, if you and, use iCloud. Yeah, definitely. and then you can use Time Machine if you want an external one. But make sure if you're going to use an external one, make sure it's an SSD because if the external spinning hard drive fails and you're counting on it, eh. whereas if it's on the Mac, it's on iCloud. And then if you do get a new Mac sometime down the road, but no, I think I don't think you need a new Mac landing. I think that'll be a, a much cheaper option there. Okay, quick break. When we come back, we have some important scams about which to warn you. Seventeen before the hour on Tech Talk. Couple other homework videos for you, uh, music-related ones here. This is really cool, and this is the generational thing. Talking with our exchange students who are sixteen years old, and they had never heard of this. This is uh, one from nineteen eighty-five. There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come. Together as one. Remember, we are the world. There are people dying. Oh, when it's time to lend a hand. Did you recognize those voices? One the more. Greatest gift of all. Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers. They're the first four in that. A lot of young people have no idea who those people are. So the reason I mention it, if you go into the show notes, item number 44 is a remastered version of that We Are the World video, not only with the lyrics, but also with all the performers' names. So I'll be able to show it to them. Yeah, there's Billy Joel, the late Tina Turner. It's amazing how the late Michael Jackson. But they've got the performers, Marissa, so they've put the names up in the top. So people will then know who those people are because you might not recognize all of them. I didn't even... Oh, no, I do. I was born in 83. Um, yeah, I do remember the song. Yeah. I, I've never seen this video before, though. Um, oh, but yeah, okay. I, I recognize all those people so So far. this was an amazing achievement, and there was also um, there was also the Canadian version that came out as well um, that David Foster that David Foster put out as well called Tears Are Not Enough, Northern Lights. But yeah, I encourage you to watch this video and see how many of those people you would recognize without their names in the corner. It's really kind of cool. It was an amazing accomplishment, not just musically, but the key thing was, and David Foster, who was in charge of the Canadian one, said, you park your egos at the door. You're all going to be crammed together in a tiny studio. Yes, you're all very talented, but let's not be pushing and shoving and saying I'm a star and you're not so yeah he, they pulled everybody you'll see it's a really cool video but it'll be bring back some memories uh, for you as well so that's item number 44 in the show notes and the other one I'm going to get Marissa to play is from Britain's Big Night of Musicals which is a thing which is a thing that they do every year Marissa I'm going to get you to play number 45 the 
this one as well. Um, this goes back many years from Hamilton, but uh, this is just a new performance. See what you think of this. Bruce has got to bring up the sound there for us. We have seen each other with all ends when push comes to shove. I will send to the fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. Daniel Boys is King George III performing the back. You'll love the reaction in the crowd. Anyway, that's in there. Thank you, everybody that sends us. They're not necessarily tech-related. Item number 45. And down at the very bottom of that is our sign of the week that you will appreciate. That's from These are always very funny. (laughs) Thank you to everybody that sends those. Please keep them coming. Just send them to me. My contact info is at the top of the show notes there. And we put one in. We've been doing that now for almost three years. It started before the pandemic when we needed some relief. Yes. Okay. Now the important stuff. So that was all fun. Watch out. Item number one in the show notes. Fake texts and emails about annual Costco rebates, Kyle. Yes. You have to be careful about these. So I'll read you the one. It comes from a 437 number, and it says, Costco Wholesale, your annual 2% coupon of $635.46 is ready to be redeemed. Please reply yes to proceed. No, it's a scam. Don't do this. First of all, stop and think. How much did you have to spend at Costco in order for your 2% rebate to be $635? A lot of money. So that's the first warning. I don't think so. But. Definitely. And and so if you replied with either a yes or why to the link, though, don't yeah. do this. No. Um, you would get a link to a fake Costco page. And then once you type in your email address and Costco password, the scammers will buy things on your account. And if you go, that's okay. I don't have my credit card linked online for purchases. Okay. But they're going to take the email address and the password you used, and they're going to see if that's the same password for your email account and for your bank. And for your Facebook account, because many of you use the same password in multiple places. And that is also why it is so important, ignoring two-factor authentication for a second, that's why it's so important to have unique passwords for every site. I know that's a huge ask for people. I get that. Which is why password managers exist and also pen and paper. Um, And and our formula. And the formula, too. And we will work on some workshops to teach that to you coming up in. But it's very important. Yeah, there we go. Never interact with texts or emails like this. Costco has an entire web page listing examples of the many different types of scams they're seeing. I put that into the show note as well. Right below that, thanks to Brenda for sending it in. Watch out for scam emails claiming to be from Shaw. The emails which are coming from the accounts of other Shaw users who've had their email hacked look like the screen capture I put into item number two there. It says Shawmail, not even a good logo. Dear user, according to our records, your email address will be discontinued and you won't be able to access your account. To keep your mailbox active, please log in by using your account info before February 18th to avoid suspension. Kindly confirm your email address is active in the link below and click here. The link takes you where? It takes you to a website that uh, wepick.com slash share? Yeah. In um, Spain. Say again? In Spain. España. Oh, uh, okay. it out. Uh, yeah. yeah, so basically don't click on those. It's generally, they're not going to email you like And this. the Shaw one is particularly important because Shaw does not offer two-factor authentication on email access. So if you type in your email address and your password, 
the hackers have immediate access to all your emails. Which is scary. And then they can see that one of the emails is your monthly bank statement. So then they know where to go to your bank and they click on a password reset button and it sends a password reset to your email, which they have access to. This is one more reason why we've long said, please get off at Shaw.ca before Rogers decides uh, whether to pull the plug on that or to migrate it to something else. Long story. Anyway, there we go. Final segment coming up. whole flood of text questions coming in here, Kyle. Let's see how many can we answer. Do I have to send my Apple Watch into Apple to have the battery replaced? I did not know the answer, so I texted Ricky Winter at London Drugs Telecom. And unfortunately, it's a whole unit replacement. Yeah, I had no idea. So thank you, Ricky, for the quick respond on that. Is the iPhone 7 Plus part of the class action? Yes, Yes. it is. Any iPhone 6 or 7 with any variation on those Or the SE. Uh, from 4149, where do I go to apply for the Apple rebate? I'm having difficulty finding the place to fill out the form. There is no form yet. We're waiting for that. Our understanding is that the BC Supreme Court Justice approved it on the 21st, had to be approved in Saskatchewan and Ontario as well. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll get some clarity in the next few days. From Also from 4149, if you're under... Oh, that was from uh, Rick. Have you already spoken about the iPhone $150 refund? If so, where in the recordings can I find it? You don't need to listen back to... Well, I'll, I'll reply back to you by text because clearly you're um, texting. But it is item number 23 in this week's show notes at tech-talk.ca. Item number 23. And we had a little bit also to share about the uh, the Zoom yes. file suit. So in Canada, we were mentioning about how it's the $2 million pot and how if enough people apply, nobody will get anything. It's because like the lawyers, lawyers will, will get win. everything. Yeah. Uh, in the States, they had the same type of a lawsuit uh, class action go through. And it was an $85 million settlement there, which makes sense, bigger country. Yeah. Uh, the court approved a 25%, 25% of that settlement or about $21.25 million attorney's fees and also $130,842.24 uh, to reimburse them for other expenses as well. And that's totally separate. Yeah. So there we go. I looked at the detailed because I read it through here on page 13 of 19. Um, class counsel fees and disbursement administration expenses and any honorarium for the plaintiff shall be paid from the settlement amount. So that's the key wordings. Instead of the other way around, like in the U.S., so that, that'll eat everything. So I will do some more homework on that. I'll have that for you. Yeah, I left myself a note. I'll have that for you in the show notes for next week if you did get the, if you did get the email there about that. Okay. Um, if you're under contract to Rogers, will it cost money to migrate to Freedom? Also, do you know if Freedom works in the Royal Bay area of Colwood? Because TELUS doesn't work very well there. Only Rogers does. Yes, that's the big deal about Freedom, Kyle. You're on Freedom's Towers. And they're replacing all the, f- the limited number of 4G ones they had with new 5G towers. But then you're on Rogers until they do that. So you'll see the word in the corner of your screen will change from freedom to nationwide. And it doesn't matter how much you do on freedom, how much you do on nationwide, Rogers, that's the deal. No, there's no... No, no extra fees, there. you're yeah. fine. So you will find in one part of town it says freedom and then... At some point, it's going to go, or it'll say nationwide, and it'll switch to freedom. They've turned on the new tower. They've got one in Royal Oak now, got one near Thetis Lake. I understand they do have one uh, near Royal Bay. 
if you're under contract to Rogers, will it cost money to migrate to Freedom, you ask? Uh, under contract, that depends whether you are under a two-year agreement paying off a phone, in which case you'd have to pay off what you owe them. But most people, unless you bought a phone, you're not under contract, per se. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, because you can leave at any time. <clears throat> now, if you came over from Shaw Mobile and they migrated you to Rogers, then you're on the 0 10 15 or $25 plan, and they are under contract, not you. They are under contract to not change that for five years. That's only for people that came from Shaw Mobile. So yes, if you leave to Freedom, you give up that contract. But again, if you're on the zero plan, you're getting one gigabyte of data per month. You are getting Canada US, but you're getting one gig of data per month, $10 per gig. If you switch to Freedom, their plans start at $24 a month and you're getting 30, 50 gigs. And it's something to consider. Something to consider. It gives you options. We just want to have you to do this. I migrated Shaw to Rogers internet cable package is due for renewal. Is the five-year guarantee price extended to this or just the phone? The five-year guarantee is for your phone only. So whatever price you're paying for your phone, zero, ten dollars, whatever, that's guaranteed for five years unless you change it. Your internet and cable package uh, is separate, but they should give you a ten dollar a month discount because you are a mobile customer. So that one there. Okay. Got to go. Oh, I recognize that. That means we have to go. Marissa, thanks for being here filling in for Brian. We'll see you whenever. Yeah, anytime. Good luck with fundraising for your burlesque tour. We've got a few months still to do it. Kyle, thanks for being here as Thank always. Thank you for having me. Kyle will also be in this chair a month from now when I'm taking, uh, Suzanne and I are taking Emma and Maho to Hawaii for spring break. So we'll see you then. Fun. We're going to. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. We're going to leave you with the final notes there of We'll Be Back from Hamilton. Thanks for joining us. And so it goes. Wow.